Hello, Talking Fight fans across Canada and around the world. Welcome once again to another episode of The Scoop featuring champ Bola Ray. And this week, we've got a very special lineup of uh, profiled guests, including tonight. Uh, so why don't you take us away, champ, and let us know what you got lined up. All right. Well, um, uh, today's guest is a fighter renowned for his... <laughs> merciless left hook um especially to the body um yeah former canadian national team member and olympian uh former world champion winning the international boxing organization featherweight featherweight no sorry lightweight lightweight check the strap He likes long walks on the beach and drinks pina coladas in the rain. <laughs> ah, ah, he's going to love this one. My name is Bola Raymond Olubwali. And this is a scoop. Today's guest is none other than Billy the Kid Irwin. How you doing? All good, guys. <laughs> Look at you. Oh, God. How are you keeping? How how's this whole COVID nonsense treating you? Uh, really, you know what? It hasn't really affected me much. Uh, really, I'm um, still got the gym going. You know, we got, got signs up and we got sanitizer and we got, you know, if you're sick, you don't come in. But otherwise, it's been the same. Nothing's you're very fortunate. It's because in Toronto, it's completely done. It's dead. It's nothing's yeah. happening. Right. Like, we're, we're looking for something to happen in the next couple of days, but we'll see. Good. Yeah. I'll probably, oh. I'll probably be up this week. That'll be awesome. Yeah, I now, come up, I come up uh, pretty much every other week I come up. Oh, really? Yep, stay with my uh, buddy Lee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Me chisel. Yeah. No man. Now, I'm going to do a series on boxing families in the future, and yours is one of them, but maybe you could explain how you and your brothers got into boxing. How I got into boxing? Yeah. Oh, wow. I went to my friend's, I went to my buddy's house when I was, when I was uh, 13 to go play road hockey. And he said he was going boxing. I had no idea there was boxing in Niagara Falls at all. I didn't have a clue. So I just asked him if I could come and watch. So I went and watched, and the next day I joined up. In four days, I started sparring. Wow. And then uh, the, the head coach was away on vacation. When he came back, he saw me, and he said, if you, if you keep if you keep up to this and you keep doing this you're gonna travel all over the world and i was like yeah like because i never i was never on an airplane before and next thing you know it all came true told you know? me it was a genie what's that it's almost as if he was a genie predicting the future yeah i remember I remember when I was who was your first uh, coach? 
14 or 15 or one of the provincials. And we used to have training camps in Toronto. Yep. And I remember they were always on, you know, Airport Road. Okay. And I remember we had to go for runs. And I remember, because I never was on an airplane before. And I remember running down the road and seeing the airplanes. I'm like, oh, oh man, hopefully one day I can get on an airplane. And, yep, in no time, I was flying all over the world. I was I was away from my home for months at a time. It's like it all came true. That's amazing. Yeah. That's one thing that um, I'm very grateful for the sport. I got to see the world. Yeah, 40 countries. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. What did, uh, now, how did you start though? Like, who was your first coach? And what was, what was the, I don't know, what, what, what was the light that actually ignited you boxing? Loving it, following it? Uh, well, my coach is Pat Kelly. He just passed away from COVID. Yeah. Uh, um, for, for me, I, I listened to what he said as far as training, but I, I learned, uh, I learned a lot just watching videos. Like I watched, like my favorite fight was, uh, Livingston Bramble from the Virgin Islands. Yep. He was the guy that I kind of put my after. And then I, then I saw Julio Cesar Chavez. So I had a combination of a, a Bramble and Chavez, and that made me the fighter that I am today. And then, of course, I love Marvin Hagger. <laughs> Obviously, that's just a given. But um, I like the fact that I didn't have to rely on anybody else. Yeah. You know, nobody, nobody, I couldn't name anybody. If it was my, my fault, it was my fault. And if I won, I won. So it was the combination of working with um, the, the people that I looked up to, the boxers that I looked up to, and, and the fact that I didn't want to lose. And, and that, yeah, that pretty much just you know made made me what I what I am yeah no fair enough fair enough now you're on the national team for quite some time quite Pardon a few me? years do you have any stories I bet you have plenty and please feel free to trash Chris Johnson all you want on my show <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna do that I've done it enough Nobody, nobody will lot. just help me out. I have a lot of stories. Trash, Chris. Okay. Uh, is he on? No. I keep trying to dra drag his lazy ass I, on. And he's... I remember anyway. in Cuba, he called Mark Lanuka child molester. Jesus, God. And, and Mark threw up the kitchen table and went after him. I remember that story for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that was crazy. He was chasing him, and I'm like, oh, oh my God, we're, our teammates are fighting. Uh, oh, I got too many stories. It's just, it's just crazy. I got, 
I got jumped in Russia. Three guys By got who? me. Uh, Who's just walking down the street in downtown Moscow. Three guys were following me. I was with Mike Strange. And we're walking down the street. It's like one in the afternoon. And I kept looking. I'm like, oh, Mike, these guys are following us. So he took off and ran away. I, <laughs> I, stood, I stood my ground. And as soon as I got close, I turned around and threw a right hand and I slipped in the stones. Because I was going to fight them all. And they threw me up against the wall. They started slapping me around a little bit. And then I, 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 talked, I talked my way out of it by saying, listen, Hotel Russia, exchange, which exchange, we can, you know, we'll make it, we'll make a deal, right? Yeah. And they're like, all right, okay. And I went back to the hotel and I had my heavyweights, Tom Gillespie and Third Johnson. I had them already. I go, listen. There's three guys coming. To, they're going to come and try to beat me up. <laughs> try to get some clothing. I want you, you guys with me. And the security will let them in. No. Yeah. That was, that was one story. I got lots. <laughs> wow. Yeah, too many stories. Uh, I lost my I lost my passport uh, coming back from Russia. I had to stay there for two more days. The whole team flew back, and I was alone. I got my passport stolen in Cuba. You know, uh, you know my buddy Lee. Yeah. Well, we were um, we were getting girls in a hotel for like twenty bucks a night. The last night of our trip, they wanted forty. Oh dear God! Lee Lee freaked out, and he's getting upset with the security guard. Next thing you know. Bing, ching, put a gun, put it right at his head. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what's going on now? Yeah, they had a raid at his temple. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gonna shoot him. Okay. <laughs> I got luck. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. Oh dear God. Yeah, um, Lee's nuts. I can see that happening. Yep. That's well, the first time. So I've been to Cuba like fifty times, right? I mean, yeah. So time I I brought him. The first time I brought him, we got out of the airport and we're walking down the, the aisle to get out, and one door says "enter" or whatever it is in Spanish. And today the other one was outside. He goes to the outside door and starts shooting the door, trying to get out. And I'm like, "What are you doing? This is the end. This is the exit right here, right?" And on the other side of the door was a Cuban with an AK-47, all set to go. And oh, like, oh dear God! Lee, what are you doing? Like, man, you can't. You can't be. This is your first year. You can't be doing this kind of stuff. And he had the he had the gun all set and locked and loaded and I was like oh scared the crap out of me. Crazy. Wow. Was Lee on the national team? No. Pardon me. Lee was on the national team. No, no, never. No, I just brought oh. him for vacation. Oh, okay, 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 
Okay. Yeah, we just won a trip. After gotcha. I won the Canadian title, I won the Canadian title in June of 90, 94, and then a week later, I, I brought up to Cuba. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Did you have a hard time transitioning from the amateur game to the pro game? No, not me, because I was always a pro when I was an amateur. I always fought like a pro. Yeah, you did. Yeah, um, I was one of those guys. Even even the team, the whole team said, Billy's going to make the best pro because he's already got that style. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I never I never really had any problems with that. You looked out there. Yeah. No, a lot I of people, a lot of people that's a sticking well. point. Pardon me? A lot of people, that's a sticking point. Yeah, I, I transitioned well because I had that style. Yeah. How did your life change after you won the world title? Pardon me? How did your life change after you won the world title? Not one bit. <laughs> Just went right back to the gym and start training again. Yep. My next my next fight was Uberter. <laughs> yep. Yeah. After I won the yeah, I the title, I fought uh I fought a a guy named um, was he Rodriguez, the WBC. Well, I already won. I won the Canadian. I won. I won the I, the IBO title. Now I'm fighting the WBC Continental Americas against Jesus Rodriguez, which was even harder. Uh, um, because he was a southpaw. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that, that was a harder. That was a harder fight. And then and. Yeah, a couple fights later, I fought uh, uh, Tete twice. That was hard. I remember the first the first fight. He threw a left hook to the body. I blocked it. First round, I blocked the body shot. But I'm like, oh my god, how am I going to last four rounds with this guy? He hit so hard. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. Because I went out there, because I knew how we fought. So I'm like, you know what? You're not going to intimidate me. I'm going right after you. And then he hit me with a left hook, and I blocked it. I'm like, well, I better box. <laughs> this this guy could punch. Yeah. <laughs> how did you deal? How did you deal with guys who are who are more difficult that way with the heavy handed? Heavy handed. Or even worse, or even worse, self-pause. Oh, I, I hate them. <laughs> that, that was my biggest pet peeve was fighting self-pause. I, I didn't like, like them at all. I remember you saying something like that. Yeah. You were saying that you, you, well, you thought that they should have a different, uh, a different league of their own. They should be in their own, different division. own division, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You remember me saying that? Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're, it's hard. You know, it's hard to fight those guys. Well, you think about it. My motto is... We, we, we spar them or we fight them 10% of the time. Yeah. And they spar or fight us 90% of the time. Exactly. So it's it's very difficult. And I, 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 I had a hard time. Southpaws hate fighting Southpaws. Yes. You can see that watching fights on TV, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's impressive. Even when I fought for the IBF titles, about a four up, couldn't punch at all. Nothing. But he was a self pop. And it was just, it just, it was, it was just hard for me. It just confused you. Well, I just had a hard time. Yeah. It just confused you. Yeah. Just, I'm not used to it. And I, I brought in a self pop for two weeks from the States, worked with him, but still, it wasn't enough, you know. Yeah, it was just, it was just hard. Fair enough. What does what does you, um, your involvement in boxing look like today? Say that again. What does your involvement in boxing look like today? My boxing club now. How you how are you involved in boxing? Well, I run a gym. Uh, you know that you know that my picture is on that wall. You are on the wall. I'm not even I'm on, on the, the wall, wall in that gym. Really. <laughs> there's a there's a huge picture of two amateurs fighting. And you're one of them? versus Bermain Stavern. Oh, uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to check. Huh. That was my second last amateur win, uh, fight. Second, second last uh, win in the amateurs. Yeah. I, I gotta look. There's so many pictures I have. Really haven't had another chance to look at them. Hmm. So, how is the boxing gym going? No, it's pretty busy. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Even throughout this whole COVID, no, it's, it's still busy. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard for me because there's uh, no fights coming up. Yeah. Motivationally, it's hard for me. Serious. There's nothing. There's no. There's no goal at the end, right? So I'm. Kind of, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of down. That that's coming to but, an end. You know, one of these days. This summer, the- this this summer, there's going to be a whole whack load of shows. I I, I think so. You think so? I think so. I think so. I, I, I genuinely yeah, do. I, I think this summer is going to be really busy. Okay, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Good. Hopefully. How would you like yeah, to see both the amateur... Get so many... So many... How would you like to see both the amateur and the professional game change for the better yeah more fights more uh more people join well I, you know what i got a couple of calls today yeah for where i want to come out girls but so what yeah that's what we need going how 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 would you like to see or what do you think what kind of changes do you think would make the pro game better for me the biggest change that was necessary was to get rid of kenayashi in canada well in ontario 
just get ri getting rid of Ken Ayashi was a huge, huge thing. Oh, yeah, I agree. But at the same time, what's happening now is a joke. There's, there's, there's How no, so? um, well, these guys, some of our guys were, they're fighting bums. It's, it's, they're absolutely horrible. That's going to happen. Like one of my, one of my former students, Lucas Body. he's yeah. fighting, he's fighting absolutely bums. He's fighting 43 year olds who've lost their last five fights. That would never happen when I was fighting. Yeah, my 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 second my second pro fight, I fought a guy nine and one with nine and one with eight knockouts, and here's here's these guys now fighting guys who've lost their last five fights, been knocked out four times. It's like, come on, you and and they're bragging and posting stuff on the internet, and it's like, come on, you guys are fighting nobody. They are. Um, God, it's horrible. it's. it's it's the new age of padding your record. Yeah, but they'll be, they'll get exposed. They'll get exposed because they I have bet, to come up here bet, yes, and start fighting the real yes. guys. Yeah, you get to that level, they're gonna fight the next step, and then bang, they're gonna get it. Right? Like it, yes. it's it's inevitable. This, they're not doing themselves, or whoever the handlers are, aren't doing them any favors. Yep, exactly. I'm looking forward to some shows. Yeah, hope, hopefully soon. You gonna have? You got any pros? I, uh, I train uh, Kevin Hickson. Oh, really? And Dylan Rushton. I have one of my own guys, uh, Antonio Scringy. He's turning, he's turning pro soon. So I got, I got three guys, three pros, but a bunch of amateurs, you know. Good for you. Yeah. Just keep working. That's the hey. You're a credit to the sport, my man. Thank you. You're a credit to the sport. With uh, that. Uh, that's right. With that, I want to say thanks for coming on. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I've been wanting to actually bring you on the on the show for a while. Finally, um, I'm still going to do the episode with uh, your your family or your brothers and whatnot, talking about boxing families. But again, thanks again for coming on today. No, and that's thank the episode, you. and that's a, you're welcome. You're awesome. Welcome. Um, okay. Please, we'll talk soon. Will do. Take care. Thank you. All the best. And for you, Scoop Nation, <laughs> I'd like to say thanks for uh, coming out. If you like this episode, please hit the like button and subscribe. You can also smash the notification bell so as you can hear the next one coming out. It's your boy Bola, and that's the Scoop.